Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roschke. This is Dawn Kennedy, my friend, co-laborer in the Lord. She has to put up with me, keep up with me. You're pretty tough to take. I I know. (laughs) An administrator for our ministry, she wears many hats and I'm grateful for her. Well, we talked last week about your choices matter. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about that again this week, but it's gonna be from a different scripture passage. And you know, our we have a wonderful gift from the Lord. And that gift is the power of choice to make our decisions and our and uh, he gave us a free will. Mm-hmm. That is a gift from God. We're not an animal, we're not a slave, we have the ability. God gave us a mind that we can think, that we can choose. Sometimes we choose wisely. Sometimes we don't. I, th- I was thinking about that. You know, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. and he goes in there. What is it? Where the uh, Knights of the Templar uh, and all the different uh, glasses, and he's supposed to choose the cup of Christ. There's wooden ones, silver ones, gold mm-hmm. ones, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And the knight that's protecting it all, he said... Um, you know, talk about choose wisely. And mm-hmm. so the one, uh, some chose poorly and they died. And then Harrison they Ford, wanted the fancy, they wanted, they the, wanted fancy. the fanciest, uh-huh. most expensive one. And right. it actually was the least yes. conspicuous one. Yes. Yes. The, the plain wooden mm-hmm. one was the cup of mm-hmm. Christ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, of course, Harrison Ford drinks it and everything. He does not die. But what the night, and then he says, you have chosen wisely. I believe he says it after that. But he, he before, it cracks me up the way he does it, that the the old knight uh, says to, uh, to Harrison Ford about the one that drank the cup before him and died. He said, he chose poorly. And he chose <laughs> poorly. I don't want to choose poorly. <laughs> but isn't it neat, though, even in a Hollywood movie like that, that they portrayed the cup of Christ, although we know that wasn't real and all of that, mm-hmm. but in a very uh, humble mm-hmm. cup, a very what we would consider a li- just menial use, everyday use. Uh, and, and of course, you know, it makes me think about the, when we take communion, you know, mm-hmm. the cup of Christ, the communion. And it's not that all, the all fancy. Sometimes it's, you know, it's just. Mm-hmm. I think too about that, that, that everyday use. God is holy. Yes, Jesus is holy and we revere him and worship him, but He's also for our everyday use. He's right. for our everyday life. Life, yeah, yeah for mm-hmm. ap- everyday application. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, what he did for mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. Uh, taking and making ourselves uh, take in all the benefits. I want all that. I want to honor what Christ did by uh, all that Christ died for, everything he died for, I I want to walk in. Mm-hmm. I want to walk in because to me that's honoring him. Now, do I do it all the time? No, but that's my heart. 
and he just mm-hmm. keeps working with me. Oh, I'm just so glad the Lord keeps working with yes, me. He doesn't every give up day. on us, and he never leaves yeah, us. Yeah, every moment, every minute, he keeps working on us. And uh, but that we we want to take in and apply and make our own and have fellowship with mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. what Christ did. You know. Um, Philippians 3.10, maybe, I think it is. It says that I may know him, know him, really know intimately him uh, in the power of his resurrection. Yeah, I want the power of the resurrection, that resurrected new life, uh, the power of resurrection. And we all, that's, that's the more exciting, right? Mm-hmm. And then it says, and the fellowship of his sufferings. You know, sometimes we walk through some difficult things. Sometimes we walk through some suffering times and difficult things, but he's right there with us. And when I, when you do, when I'm doing that, I think, okay, Christ went before me. He, he, he knew what it was like to suffer and he carries our griefs. He bears our sorrows. And, uh, I make, I want to make myself uh, avail that, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, available to Mm -hmm. me and Mm -hmm. take it in. In other words, take in all that Christ did on the cross and on the cross, all the benefits of it. And we choose that Mm -hmm. or we don't, we choose it or not. And I want to choose it because he's my everything. I can't make it. I cannot make it. I cannot make it without Christ. I'm not worth anything without him. I mean, yeah, my, va- have- my life doesn't have any value if I don't have him to share. Yeah, well, and there's no eternal, right? Nothing eternal. That's what I'm saying. If him. I'm if I don't have him, I can't share him with mm-hmm. anybody and mm-hmm. make an impact for the kingdom. I mean, you never know when you have Christ how you're making an impact for the kingdom. Right. I mean, I've had people randomly that I had no idea that I made any impact on, and mm-hmm. they'll say something to me sometime or to somebody, and I'll be like, "Wow, I." I didn't know that right. about them. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't even know I had any influence in yeah. their life. And you right. just don't know. So yeah, I got to have him so I can do that. <laughs> yes, and, and we can have him. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing. He's available. He's willing. He's accessible. Mm-hmm. Behold, there's a door standing at op- open in heaven, Revelations 4.1. And I, you hear a voice, one saying, come up here. Mm-hmm. Come up here and I will show you great money things that must take place. Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. We have we all have that accessibility. We all have that invitation. But we're, we're and that again is a choice. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're talking about your choices matter. And we're going to go, we're going to look at a very powerful uh, set of scriptures in Habakkuk. I love it. I love it. But but let me take just a minute. I'm just going to read it because I mean you need a little background of what was happening at that time, mm-hmm. what Habakkuk was experiencing, what the people experiences. To, then when we read those last three verses in Habakkuk, it will. I mean, it's like wow, mm-hmm. wow. So the background is that uh, Habakkuk lived during one of Judah's most critical periods. His country had fallen from the heights of Josiah's reforms to the depths of violent treatment of its citizens, oppressive measures against the poor, and collapse of the illegal system. The world around Judah was at war, and there was a threat of invasion. Uh, The book of Habakkuk gives the account of a spiritual journey telling one of one person's pilgrimage from doubt to worship. I love that. 
the difference between the uh, book's opening verses and concluding verses is striking. So I just want to give you a little bit of a foretaste of what was going on. In the last four verses, Habakkuk is overwhelmed by the dark circumstances all about him. I've been there before. Uh, he can think of nothing except the iniquity and violence he sees. He sees. He's seen it with his eyes among his people. Although Habakkuk addresses God in verse 2, he believes God has removed himself from the earthly scene. God's words are forgotten. His hand is not manifest. He is nowhere to be found. Evil people who act as one who w- would expect them to act without God's restraint are in control. I mean, it's a bad situation, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then he, we go into the last part. Now, I'm not going to read anything about the last part because I just want us to go to those scriptures. Mm-hmm. And we'll come back if I remember. <laughs> to I'll try to help you. Okay. So Habakkuk 3, starting in verse 17. And this is a hymn of faith. Okay. And uh, remember the Habakkuk's background. prayer, right? Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. what it said in my... Mm-hmm. It's actually a song. Yes. It's actually a song... Uh, that Habakkuk writes, sings. They they think he was part of the Levitical priesthood. Um, And says, Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet... I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The God, the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like hinds, like deer's feet, and he will make me walk on my high heels. And it's kind of really neat the way the the King James says it. Um, Although the fig tree shall know shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will join the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds feet, and he will make me to walk upon my high places." To the chief singer on stringed instruments. I love that. So that that implies that uh, it was a musical composition or an, a worship for the mm-hmm. temple. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to remember what these people are experiencing. Yet they're going to sing this. Mm-hmm. Not just Habakkuk. It's in the temple. Mm-hmm. They're going to sing this in the midst of this dark time. They're, and an, an army is coming to invade them. The legal system has failed. The food has failed. Everything is dark. But these people are going to sing this song. I love it because I'm a singer and mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> I'm a worship leader, so this really speaks to me. Uh, he So he writes this song and It was adapted for the public service to the accompaniment of stringed instruments, as well from the statement, my stringed instruments. It could be inferred that Habakkuk was a Levite and therefore had a right to take part in the temple services. Also, part of the verse could be translated, he makes me to mount upon the high places that I may conquer by this song, by Mm -hmm. his song. Mm -hmm. He makes me to mount upon the high places. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Bring me up, God. Mm -hmm. Bring me up. Bring me up. That I may conquer Mm -hmm. by his song. 
us by faith. Mm-hmm. Isn't that beautiful? Singing a song of triumph as Deborah of old. It's hard to not be encouraged when you read something like that. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't really get that at first, just reading it out of one translation. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes when you need something, you need to go dig it, dig, dig into it, it, dig into it and get into other translations. Cause I right. love it in the Amplified. I love it in the expository yeah. Bible more than the first version. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. And, um, but to me, I love knowing the background of the setting of why, mm-hmm. what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then it helps me to relate to the people and it relates it to me. Right, because mm-hmm. I have felt before. Because like even I though thinking, that happened a long time ago, right, it right. applies today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, and I have felt before, like I was being invaded, and and oh my goodness, everything was falling apart, and there was lack, and you know, confusion, and and all. I have felt that before. I I have when I've been uh, in difficult circumstances and, and attacked, um, and I'm just like you know, people are people everywhere. People are people, no matter if it was two centuries ago or today, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter. People are people, mm-hmm. and we, we experience different things in our life. And so whenever we think about the fact that what was going on, and yet Habakkuk wrote this song, I think it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And there's some choices that he makes. So I'm going to read this out of the Amplified, and we're going to start going through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Though the fig tree does not blossom. Let me read this a little bit. Because I must quietly wait for the day of distress for the people to arise who will evade and tackle us. I mean, he knew it was coming. They Mm -hmm. could see it. Mm -hmm. Have you ever just seen something coming? I know this is coming. Sometimes we see it here in our own nation. We see it globally. We Mm -hmm. see things happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You see it. You know it's coming. (laughs) But but it's important what we do at that time. Mm -hmm. Let me just say, when you are in a battle, when you're in the battle of a lifetime up to that point, and it's on many levels, it's extremely important to think about what you're going to say or do. Mm -hmm. You've got to know that you've heard from God. Mm -hmm. You've got, I mean, it's just, don't, don't just react, but act once Mm -hmm. you've got a directive from the Lord and follow that and follow the peace makes such a difference mm-hmm. to choose wisely and not poorly. <laughs> choose wisely. <laughs> choose wisely. So um, <laughs> Habakkuk 3.17, though the fig tree does not blossom, and you know figs were extremely important to the Judah and to you know, Israel, and there is no fruit on the vines. In other words, there's no food. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's nothing on the cabinets. There's nothing on the shelves. The store is empty. We mm-hmm. experienced that recently. Yeah, yeah we did. We <laughs> did. And God causes to come through it. Mm-hmm. Though the yield of the olive fails, and the fields produce no food. So olive was so important. Olive oil, the olives themselves. And uh, it it's just was a, a staple of, of Judah and Israel. And the fields produce no food. Though the flock is cut off from the fold and there are no cattle in the stalls. I mean, this is just, I mean, okay, they're struggling. Mm -hmm. They're really struggling. They're desperate. They're struggling. They don't don't see how it's going to work out. Mm 
Sometimes I don't see how it's going to work out. I just know who's going to do it. Mm-hmm. I just know it's my God. It's I'm, I'm just going to keep trusting Him. And and sometimes I've had to say, Lord, help my faith. I believe. Help my I, help my mm-hmm. unbelief. God, mm-hmm. here I am. Mm-hmm. Lord, I choose to believe. Help me to get my eyes on You, to keep them on You. Help me to get my ears open to You, and 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 really hear what You have to say. Uh, because sometimes we go through difficult. Thanks. And that song, Fear is a Liar. Fear is a Liar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Put something in your ears, too. That's good. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. The word, uh, hearing the, uh, getting in church, mm-hmm. worshiping, mm-hmm. Uh, studying, that get, open up. Just open up to the Spirit of God. Open up to His Word. Open up to His voice. And as, all the time, but especially so, if you feel as if or there might be such an attack that it feels like it's on all sides it may be uh, and that there's no food there's no provision there's no stability see because the nation was no longer stable they were being invaded the legal system had already failing, mm-hmm. fallen and when you don't have a legal system in a country it's chaos and pandemonium I mean it's just there's no restraint uh, people perish for a lack of vision and and there, which means there's no restraint mm-hmm. right and so when these things happen, any, anything can happen, right? Um, and so we have to look and see what God is doing and what he is saying. So, though the fig tree does not blossom, there is no fruit on the vines. Though the yield of the olive fails and the fields produce no food. Though the flock is cut off from the fold and there are no cattle in the stalls. Here we go. Yet. Yet. I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. What do we do when these times come? There's a yet. Are you going to give in to that yet? Are you going to live into that yet? I will choose. Listen, you have the power to choose. And you have the power to choose wisely and correctly. You do. You have the mind of Christ. That's what the word says. You have the mind of Christ. And in um, uh, 2 Timothy 1.7, it talks about God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a calm, well-balanced mind, discipline, and self-control. You have a good mind. God has given you a good mind. God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear. But he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. That is so good right there. That makes such a difference. I'm going to read that again. For God did not give you a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he did give you a spirit of power and of love and of a sound and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. That, I mean, if you will begin to meditate on that, if you take that and make that your own, you will realize you have all you need in your mind, in your mental faculties to make good decisions, to make wise decisions, to choose wisely. 
Yet, this is what Habakkuk said. This is what the song said. Here is what the people were going to sing that were in the midst of this calamity and invasion and chaos and pandemonium. This is what they were going to sing. Yet. Though the fig tree does not blossom and there is no fruit on the vines, they know the field yield of the olives fail. They weren't ignoring the situation. And the fields produce no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold and there are no cattle in the stalls. They weren't pretending that it wasn't happening. They weren't pretending that they were not dealing with that. You know, it's not foolish faith. It's to, to say, no, this is what is happening. But yet, this is what I'm going to do. Yet, I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I make a choice. I choose. I decide. I invite God into the decision. Give me the grace to choose right, to choose wisely. I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. To rejoice. You mean when there's no food? To rejoice when there's an invading army? To rejoice when everything has failed and collapsed? Yeah. Yet I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose I love that. I will. It's a decision you make yourself. I will choose. I choose to shout an exaltation in the victorious God of my salvation. He knew Habakkuk wrote a song inspired by God that explained to them he is the God of our salvation. He is the one that will cause us to triumph. He is the Savior. He is the one that we put our eyes on. He's the one that we look to in the midst of the situation. Hallelujah. In Romans 8, 37, it says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through Him who loved us so much that He died for us. There's another yet. There is another yet in Scripture. We just read several of them. But uh, Romans 8, 37, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through Him who loved us so much that He died for us. For I am convinced, continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present and threatening nor things to come nor powers nor heights nor depth nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. Nothing can separate you. In all these things, you are more than a conqueror. Yet in all these things, we are more than a conqueror. Well, back to Habakkuk 3. 18, yet I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout an exaltation in the victorious God of my salvation. We are talking about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the glorious God of our salvation. In Him, we choose to rejoice. See, they weren't saying that the salvation was the nation, uh, uh, the head of the nation. They were saying, I will choose to shout an exaltation in the victorious God of my salvation. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If in your life, everything seems to be broken and, and, and falling to pieces, everything seems to be chaotic, what are you choosing? Are you 
going to, by the grace of God, choose to rejoice in the Lord? I mean, normally, we, we only want to rejoice when everything is good. Oh, let's rejoice. Everything is going well, and it's great, and everything is prospering, and everything is in place. Everything is blessed, and uh, uh, everything is happening that I've been praying for. That's when it's easy to rejoice. Yeah. Yet I will re- choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout an exaltation in the victor- victorious God of my salvation. Let me tell you, there is power in your choice to worship God in the midst of it all. There is a great power and a great reward and victory on the other side when you choose to rejoice, when you choose to shout. In the in exaltation, exalting God. Exaltation is to exalt, to to lift up, to speak of, to worship. And when you choose to worship and go higher, and it, go ahead and exalt God when everything else is amiss, mm-hmm. there's power in mm-hmm. that, Dawn. Mm-hmm. There is so much. Power. And there's more intimacy too yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like you're in. I always like that, that when people, when you say you're in a desert, like you feel like everything around you is just dry, mm-hmm. nothing, but then you press into the Lord. Mm-hmm. He's actually closer. He's actually pulled you in that desert for more intimacy mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. so that he can get you alone and, and get get with you. He wants you. Yeah. <laughs> he always wants right. you. <laughs> well, uh, and the place, uh, the <clears throat> desert, uh, you can look at it as a wilderness and trials and tribulations, but and, and that may be so. It's probably so in most mm-hmm. instances, but it's also it can be a place of beauty, but it's a place of intimacy. It's a place of privacy with the Lord if you will run to that secret place. It's a place of privacy. It's a place that you can learn more about God. In my most difficult trials in my life and testing, God met me there. And it. I learned more about God and His love and His grace and His mercy and His presence and His faithfulness, His provision. His comfort. And did your flesh always want to? No, 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 no. I don't no, know. No. I hate that our flesh wants to go the other direction sometimes. Yeah, it does. It does. I, I don't understand that about us. But. I don't either. <laughs> well, we're almost, we're out of time for the first half. We're going to have to come right back. Hey, call our prayer line at 866-241-0579 and let our anointed prayer ministers pray for you. Go to our website, lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. Tons and tons of free things for you that will bless you and minister to you. That's what we want for you. That's what we want. If you want to help us to preach the gospel, help us to partner with God. If you want to partner with us as we partner with God Mm -hmm. to preach the gospel, you can give there. You can become a partner and we would be so blessed by that. But more than that, it would bless other people as we go out and preach in conferences. That's what it's for. That's what Mm -hmm. it's for. So TV, radio. So anyway, you can do that at Lueda.org as well. We will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. We're just going to switch gears for just a second and we will be right back with you. 